Hello, and welcome back to the MGC podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We are speaking with Aiden Nicholas Skell, and he is going to be talking to us about selflessness and pride. Let's get into it. So it's not just, I wish I had that, it's, I should have this. This is, I deserve this. And that's what the people of Nazareth were thinking. Not only do they want more from Jesus, but they feel they deserve more from Jesus because he's from their town, yeah. In Luke chapter 4, we read a story about a time when Jesus, returning to Nazareth, goes to the temple and reads from the prophet Isaiah. And the scripture reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he proclaimed to them that the scripture was fulfilled in their hearing that very day. They were amazed. Everyone in that room had heard about what Jesus had been doing in Capernaum. They had heard of the healing of the sick, They had heard of the casting out of demons and the miracles. And Jesus knew that they were expecting him to do the same for them. So Jesus responds to them, You will surely say this proverb to me, Physician, heal yourself. Whatever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in your country. Then he said, Assuredly, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you truly, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, and there was a great famine throughout the land. But to none of them was Elijah sent except to Zarephath in the region of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. In other words, what Jesus says to them is, not everyone gets to see a miracle, and neither will you. Over the weekend, Aiden shared with us that the reason the people in Nazareth became so angry with Jesus was because they felt entitled to see Jesus do something for them. But in fact, Jesus didn't owe them anything. The same way that Jesus doesn't owe us anything. Everything is a gift. And this is where we pick up our conversation with Aiden. If we do not deserve anything, what is the proper perspective to take on all the good and bad things that happen in our lives? I think with both of those, keeping in mind that you don't deserve it is very important, right? Like when something good happens to you, realizing I don't deserve this and then being very grateful for it and and vice versa. When something bad happens to you being like, yeah, I don't deserve this. I don't 
have to feel like I did something terrible that caused this, you know? Why did the people in Nazareth become so upset with Jesus? His message was a good thing. So why then would they feel that they had been cheated? Yeah, um, it, w- it was a good thing. And at first they were happy about it because he says, I'm the Messiah. And they're like, yes, the, the Messiah from, from my hometown, he's, he's going to help us out. We're going to stand up. We're going to stand apart from everyone else. And then he, he literally in the next sec- sentence, he says, um, no, I'm not here to help you with these worldly things. I'm not going to support this. Um, I, it's not my mission. There, I, I have other people I need to help. I'm going to go and help people outside of where we are. And they, they don't react to that well because they wanted, they, they expected that he would do more for them than he did for others. What do you think would have been the appropriate response? An, an appropriate response would have been more like, oh, there's other people that need help. How can, how can we help? How can we help you help them? Um, who can we help? Stuff like that. It seems to me that the people of Nazareth were discontent because they were comparing what they got from Jesus to what those in Capernaum got from Jesus. What role does comparison play in discontentment? It, it's so big. Oh my goodness. Because um, if, if they hadn't heard anything about Capernaum, they... They wouldn't have expected anything more because there was nothing to compare it to, right? And so when Jesus came and he was like, hey, there's people that need help, they might have not had already had this idea in their head about like, oh, he's going to do all these things for us. They would have been like, oh, he needs help from us, right? And this happens so much in our lives. To use a pretty simple analogy, it's like you see someone with a cooler car than you and you're like, dang, my car is really bad now. And, but... The truth is, like, if you hadn't seen that car and you just had seen yours, you'd be like, my car works well. I love my car. It's the best car. But once you see something better, you realize that you, you want that, right? And you realize and it makes you less grateful for what you have. How does pride feed our discontentment and make us more ungrateful? The two things that lead to how they reacted and being ungrateful is discontentment and pride together because you can be discontent with what you have but not think that you deserve better but with them they they were discontent obviously because other people were getting more but they were also proud because Jesus was from their town and so because of that pride they felt like they deserved more from Jesus than other people and that would just be like if using that same car analogy, you were the son of the person who makes really cool cars, right? And um, for some reason, you didn't have that. And so you saw the other car and you were like, I should have that, right? So it's not just, I wish I had that. It's, I should have this. This is, I deserve this. And that's what the people of Nazareth were thinking. Not only do they want more from Jesus, but they feel they deserve more from Jesus because he's from their town. town. Yeah. What can we do to become more grateful? Spending time realizing how much that, that God has done for you. Like, like every day, just taking time to reflect and to spend that time with God and think about everything 
that he's given you and how that has affected your life in a positive way. What has realizing God's selfless love done for you? Realizing God's selfless love for me has like, I feel like a lot of people have those like moments where you're like, dang, I've let God down so many times and he's still selfless for me. And I feel like when we're, when we're thinking about that often, when we have that in the top of our mind, we, we tend to be more selfless to others, right? Like when someone lets you down and it maybe hurts you a lot, um, it's good to have that in your mind because you, you realize how, how much it'll affect them if you're still there for them. The people in Nazareth became angry at Jesus because he didn't do for them what they had heard he was doing in Capernaum. They wanted to see miracles. They wanted to see healings. They wanted to see all these amazing things. But Jesus said, not everyone gets to see a miracle. And I know for myself, I often see what Jesus did in Capernaum. And I wonder why doesn't Jesus do that in my life? And now I'm realizing, what if Jesus is telling me the same thing? Like, what if Jesus is also telling me, look, not everyone gets to see a miracle. Not even you. I don't want to be like the people in Nazareth. Jesus came to them, read from the prophet Isaiah, and told them, I'm here to preach to the poor. I'm here to heal the brokenhearted. I'm here to proclaim liberty to the captives. I am here to help your soul but that wasn't enough for them they wanted to see miracles and i wonder in my life if sometimes what god is doing in my soul is not enough for me because i'm ungrateful ah god forbid lord make us grateful Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the MGC podcast. Aiden didn't mention it, but he makes some pretty good music. So if you're interested in uh, listening to his music and following his social media, if you go on Spotify or Apple Music, just look up pretty good music, three words. Um, also on Instagram, pretty good music. If you haven't done so yet, give us a follow and leave us a review. It really helps us get the word out on the show. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next week. Grace and peace to you.